Hello and welcome to Illochat, a place where two friends who are illustrators talk about the world of professional illustration. I am Olga. And I'm Sunny. And we're both children's book illustrators. Join us in our journey while we share what has and hasn't worked for us as we navigate this creative industry. Hi and welcome to episode 4. A dentist can't give you heart surgery. At the end of this episode, you'll understand why we chose this title. Have you ever had a friend ask you to draw a tattoo, decorate a cake, or draw a party invitation? Should you say yes? Yeah, so that is mm. <laughs> that is a question because a lot of these requests sometimes come from people we know in yeah. our own family. and it You don't want to let people down. It's hard. Yeah, it, it's hard. It's very hard to say no. But sometimes you have to just say no to some things. Um, so why shouldn't a children's book illustrator do portraits of pets and tattoos and murals and decorate cakes and all of that? Yeah. You know. Um, Paint faces, party invitations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, we're going to get through. <laughs> and we've done them all. And, and this is why. So part of this podcast is how to avoid the pitfalls that we have already done. Like, if you're starting this, and this helps you as a map as to the, the things that worked and didn't work. Here's one. Avoid this as much as you can. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I would say this is kind of like, oh, so if you had a map, this is like the quicksand in the jungle. Yes. Oh, that's a great <laughs> illustration. You can yes. just like, you're falling, you keep falling into these little pits and these little quicksand or these little traps because they, these t- completely divert you from your goal and your path. As and an illustrator. Also, they could be depicted as mirages because some of them look good and they're like, oh, I'm doing something that is art related, which that that is the, the, the I guess that the thing behind it is that sometimes they look like art related stuff to you and to the people that are asking you, they think that they're, they're doing you a favor. They're like, oh, I'm going to help you in your career. Would yeah. you please go, gonna, go ahead and do yeah. my party invitation? Yeah, I'm going to help you get experience and exposure. Yeah, <laughs> experience and exposure. Oh, yay, oh more exposure. <laughs> <laughs> if I could only pay my rent with exposure, that would be fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd have a much bigger house. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Uh, if you want to be a children's book illustrator or whatever other goal you have, because this is not just children's book illustrator. We often say that because that's what we are, but illustration is what we do. So, but whatever other goal you have, you have to think of it as, you know, a lot of people use it. It's a mountain that you're trying to climb. This is my goal. That's my shining city. That's where I'm headed. That's where I want to go. You have it clear in your head. And the, the idea is, you have to try to keep going until you get high enough on that mountain and you feel you have accomplished that thing before you move on to other goals and other things. Yeah. Yeah. If you get distracted, you'll, you won't continue climbing. You'll just stop. Right. Right. And go off on this other thing. It's tricky because sometimes it feels that you're still headed the right way, but that's when you have to like take assess and go, wait, is this taking me away from my goal? Is this getting me any closer to my goal? Or I'm just, going off on the side trails here, exploring and wasting my time um, and, and getting diverted from my main path. And sometimes it's hard to get back on it. And you're like, wait, wait, what, what was I doing? Yeah, yeah. It, 
it's very hard to refocus once you distract yourself with other activities even though even though these things may be fun they probably are going to be fun it's it's yeah because we're creative people we are yeah we're very uh drawn to well first of all being creative usually your mind is all over the place but you're distract your anything creative sounds fun and is interesting for you to do and you're probably probably going to be good at it but it's but it's taking you away from the focus of illustrating and and your goal as an illustrator um i think before we dive too far in this we should be clear that we're not saying that you should not do these jobs to bring money home if that's what you're doing and it's bringing you money home and you need to do this fantastic that that's what you do that's your side gig that's your side job that's fine we're talking about those little favors that you get asked to do and those little distractions that you yourself find that it takes you that, that they take you away from your main goal where you're going so we're not talking about side jobs that are actually bringing you money home you got to do those you got to do those yeah yeah or bringing in multiple streams of income yeah and also um and i just forgot what i was gonna say well you want to be selective as to which creative endeavors you you pick yeah oh for hobbies and and things yeah i was i was gonna say that it um you only have so much time so when mm-hmm. you dedicate time to other things and favors for people and that draw you away from that, that's that's time that's lost to you and you can't use that right. for other things that, that you're, for your main goal. You're taking it away from something else. Yeah. And, and again, a lot of the times we are, since we started later in life, we are trying to figure out how to do this with a full life here like like most people you know like with uh, families and houses and you know jobs so how so any time that you have left that you're you're really taking away from whatever other thing you are and uh, because you don't wake up one day and you say hey i can draw so i can illustrate children's books and and years here we go this is how we do it it doesn't work like that you need the time to be able to to put it into your portfolio, into your looking for an agent, into submitting uh, your manuscripts and your 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 portfolios out there. It takes so much time that you just don't have it yeah. to pull away and to do that's everything why you have, that you're asked to do. Yeah, and that's why you have you have to stay focused. And when you're not, when you're doing these favors for other people or um, random tasks it's distracting you so let's go over what we have done (laughs) just just to to show um we all fall into this and we all do it at one point in time um i used to make jewelry so i was trying to to bring some money home at, at some point and i was like okay this is what i could do so i was making jewelry and i invested money into all the the stuff to make jewelry i made some 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 stuff sold a few like you never never sold enough to actually say okay this is a legitimate business or side job that is actually bringing me income it was just taking time away from from my ability to to work on the one thing that i was actually going to be my career um i did sculptures for a while uh i taught paper mache sculptures i taught at senior centers um 
I, I, I did these Ukrainian eggs, which were beautiful, and they're so much fun to do. Um, and then I would go and then sell them at these craft shows, uh, craft, uh, craft shows. And then the money that I would make, I would go ahead and and buy a couple of dresses from the the next <laughs> craft person that was there also selling their wares. It gave you and shopping money. <laughs> yeah, it gave me enough money in the same in the same show where I where I sold a little bit of the stuff that I did. I used the money and I bought two dresses for my daughter because they were super cute. And so then you know that it's not really a job and it's not really bringing you money. It is more of a hobby or just bringing you a little bit of spending money, but it's not really worth the time that you're taking away from uh, crafting, you, you, you know, creating your, your craft and actually going after your career. I think we do a lot of these things before we make that decision of what is it that you want to do also. That, that, that might be part of the exploring part. I do. I did. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think yeah, that's I, part of it. I think, yeah, and, and creatives, we do this. We, we, we got, because we're, we're pretty good at a lot of these things because a lot of these things use the same skills. Mm-hmm. Um, cake decoration, that was another one. Um, I taught private lessons for art, art, and, and those work side jobs, but they were not my passion, kind of like, this is not what I want to do. This is just, it was art related enough to make me feel like I was headed in the right direction, but they were not even taking me anywhere closer to my goal. What, what are some of the things you did? Um, I did cake decorating too, and I think that's a common... Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, especially when you have children, um, it, it it's a thing that you want, that you can, you realize, oh, I can do this because I'm creative, and I won't have to pay someone else to do it for cakes for my children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then other parents see that you did it, and um, then they want to hire you to do it. And so I did that a few times. Um uh, and then that led into party planning and the part being a party blogger and doing party invitations. And I had an Etsy shop with party printables <laughs> for five years. Um, now that I'm not saying my Etsy shop was, I wouldn't say that was a distraction. I think that was part of my journey, part of the process I had to go through to mature as an artist. Um, but I also did, especially when my kids were little, I painted faces because I, um, I started with my own kids and uh, we would do it for Halloween and for their birthdays. And then other parents would see that and they would hire me to do that. And then I would end up doing it other places. I also did nails. Um, my uh, same thing I would do for my daughters. And, um, and there was a whole we had a whole Pinterest uh board of just nail art that you can do at home but those were things that took me away from my goal they were not things that were helpful they that well they were helpful for my family Uh, my children enjoyed it but it wasn't a way it wouldn't it didn't bring me any closer to what I wanted to do as as a children's book illustrator and it took a lot of time it took there's a there's a benefit to having hobbies in, in some of these things that you did, you did learn some things in your Etsy store and then and, yeah. and you use some of the skills. So some of it does bring you some skills that you later on use in life and, 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 and they're kind of art related and they do help you in some way, but it's not, it doesn't get you there any faster. 
yeah. the, the best way is just focus on it is like what you want to do and go and do that one thing well um, and i think it's when you start doing it for other people like if you so if it's a hobby and you're doing it on your own for yourself that's different than when other people start asking you to do it and maybe they'll pay you a little bit maybe they won't maybe it's a favor that's mm-hmm. very different than then then that's not a hobby but it's also not really a job it's just something that's taking up your time and taking away from your your main goal when when people see that you can draw and and you you will encounter this in life someone sees that you can draw then it's just like oh you can draw so you are good at this one skill at everything uh, anything related therefore, to art yeah so <laughs> surely you can design a tattoo for me that, that, yeah. that i brought that up in the title because that is the one thing that i have been asked to, to do the most i do i draw children's books i don't do tattoos i've been asked to do four and i have people that have tattoos on their bodies and i wish they didn't that i designed because i'm like i'm not a tattooist you should not be asking me to do this trust me you don't want this on your body get someone who is the professional at doing that not not just the person that can draw and i think people don't realize that these are skills that are learned over time and if you have never if you have never done it before you're not gonna have this there are things that go into tattoo art that i have no clue of i've never i've never done that so i don't know i have no idea what is a successful tattoo illustration i think the thing is this to let's let's divide the world between creatives and non well every every human is i think everyone but what i am saying is um the people that actually draw and make this their passion, their life, that their their career, and then the people that are more analytical that do other things. So when, for example, I, I'm trying to, 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 to make sense of this because even we do it, like when I don't play music and when my, my, my daughter's gonna play music or I see someone that plays music, I really admire that because I cannot carry a tune at all. And it's just that I want to say, hey, can you play this? Can you play that? Can you play this? And they're like, wait, wait, just because I can play the piano doesn't mean that I want to go ahead and play every instrument that is out there. I play the piano or I play this or I only play classical music or whatever it may be. But we get I mean, I get excited and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I want to hear everything. You must know because you can read music. You must be able to just play everything. It doesn't work like that. That's true. And you must be able to mix together an album that... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. I, the, the, we, as artists, we have a good high and... Um, I, hand and eye coordination. So you see something and you're able to replicate it. We're able to do... When we see it, we can draw it. And it, it comes easier to us. So for someone on the outside, they're like, oh, then you can do this. If yeah. you can do, draw this surely you can draw something else yeah then you should be able to do caricatures you should be able to do tattoo art yeah and most likely you can you you probably will do but you won't do it at a at at a professional level right that's and and i don't want people to think that we're we're saying tattoo artists are are 
No, we're tattoo saying, artists are, are professionals in their field. Right, That's they what are I'm professional saying. tattoo artists, so they're good exactly. at it. And, that, and if I've never done that before, then I'm not going to be that good at it. And I'm not going to understand what, what goes into that. I have yeah. no clue. That's every, every, uh, a fine artist is a fine artist. An yeah. illustrator is an illustrator. For, editorial illustration is very different from children's book illustration. Yeah. Um, Oh my goodness, graphic designers Murals. are different from muralists, exactly. I Portraiture can't. is different. Yeah. Now, it does fall all under the umbrella of art. But yeah. It's, it's like I say, yeah, it, music all falls under music, but there's so many genres and different instruments and different things that fall under it. The same thing. So you can't just well, expect... And, and, then there's, and there's different music. There's orchestra music, and then there's just, you know... Band and orchestra uh, yeah, along are so, two different things. So you, yeah, so you, so it's it's just people from the outside looking and assuming that just because you have this these interests and these skills, you can you'll be good at blanket statement, any type of art, anything involving art. So then you will ask yourself if these favors that you're doing are taking you away from your goal, and so that's when someone else asks you for something. We do that to ourselves as well. Um, we derail ourselves when you st- we start looking at all the little nice shiny things that, that are yeah, out there. Like you know, things, yeah. we do. <laughs> so, um, if you watch a video uh, on paper mache sculptures, for a while I was really into paper mache sculptures, and I still someday wanted to do one that's going to go behind me. I'm pointing behind me because we're also video. It's going to be in the YouTube channel, so I'm pointing behind. I want a dragon right behind my head right there, and someday I'm going to do it. I think that would be really cool. But why (laughs) am I not doing that now? Because I don't want it to derail me from what I'm doing at this moment. So we watch a video on paper mache, and then we're like, oh, I want to do that. And then uh, I watch a video on uh, oil painting, and I'm like, gosh, that is so beautiful. I'm going to do that. Then we watch a watercolor video and they're like, oh my goodness, how do they control the, the medium? I want to do that. Which is, is why YouTube, YouTube can be a little dangerous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then what ends up happening is that you will be a beginner sculptor. You'll be a beginner oil painter. You'll be a beginner watercolor painter. Yeah. So you'll you never won't progress. progress. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, will, you will go sideways, but you'll never go up. Because yeah. you keep doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that and not the one thing that you're trying to stay on so you can get better at. Yeah. It's it's self-sabotaging when you do that because you're not... Am I using the wrong term? Yeah, that, that is. <laughs> self-sabotage. And that is... It's part of it. Sometimes you use it to avoid what you don't want to do. And mm. sometimes you just get distracted because the other stuff is really cool. Um, yeah. Um, but the amount of time that you devote to your craft is the amount you will progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about time. So what does it take to say no? Let's go into that. Uh, it takes discipline. It takes saying no. That's so hard. Huh? <laughs> it is really hard. And it takes putting your interests first so when we say putting your interests first though we don't mean like your interests in all the shiny things we mean putting (laughs) your goals first before what other people are asking you uh, to do as favors sometimes we feel selfish when we take some time to just do our our thing 
uh, or to have to say no to someone. That, that's so hard. I, it was it very is. hard for me for a very long time to actually say no to people when they ask for something. I, I don't know why. It's, um, it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's harder for beginners or if it's harder for women. or if it ha- I don't know what it is, I but just, for me it was very hard. I just think it's uncomfortable in general because you care, uh, you care about how people think about you. And, mm-hmm. and if you say no, you're worried that they, that you'll upset them or you'll, and you might, <laughs> you yeah. probably will. And, the, but that's, that's a discomfort that you have to come to terms with because it, it, if you're saying yes all the time, and that's kind of a totally other topic too, when you're saying yes all the time and never saying no, then you're, you're giving yourself away. You're giving bits of your time away, bits of yourself away for free, um, and you can never get that back. I, so, I love that you say you're giving that a little bit of your yeah, way of your time. It, it's very. It, it, you have to look at it as precious. It is precious. Your 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 time is precious. Everyone's time is precious. But mm-hmm. you, if you don't value your time and you don't value your your goals, then you will just constantly give it away. So you have to put value on it. Um, so you'll hold it hold it dear and stop saying yes all the time. And be more comfortable saying no. But it's hard. It's so hard. It's always going to be hard. Yeah. I don't think it ever gets easy. You you always ask. You're not obligated to take more things than you want to take on. Now, sometimes you do want to do these things. Uh, Sometimes you do want to help a friend with their party planning. and because, Because you are getting something out of it as well. You feel it's fun and, and you're making connections. But you have to be able to tell when it's eating away at your personal time. Yeah. Sometimes, if you're telling yourself, "Oh, I don't want to do this, but I have to," then you you cross the line there. Yeah, you shouldn't you have shouldn't. to. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. You answered your own yeah exactly. You your own question. That that's a good way. If you're like, I can't wait to work on this with you, yeah. then go for it. Yeah, it's it's that moment when you're dreading, but you just or you say, "I wish I wouldn't have said." Yes, to yeah. this. Yeah. So you don't have to lie, but you you can, like, how do you get out of it? How do you say no to people? You don't have to lie. You can literally say, I can't. I'm too busy. And you, if you are trying, I, I use this. I actually use these words when people ask me for little things. Help me decorate these cookies or help me make this cake or help me with this. Or, hey, can you draw me an invitation? When I was working my portfolio, I actually said, I'm sorry, I can't because I am putting every minute that I, every spare time that I have, I'm putting it on working on my portfolio, which I was. So it gave me that perfect excuse. And that's when I stopped doing that for everybody. And I think uh, most people won't know exactly what that means (laughs) if they're not art related, which is good because then they can't ask more. They can't have follow up questions to that answer. Like it's yeah, just, it's kind. Of, that's kind of a final answer. And since they don't might not know what working on a portfolio entails, they might not ask for more information. And then you'll be you're well, in the clear. And and if and it's true. I mean, I'm not saying no. It don't is don't help people out if if yeah. you need to. This is really just a it's stuff being honest. Our way. Yeah. yeah. I um, uh, oh sorry. Ahead, no no no. I was just taking a breath. Uh, so for me, uh, and this, this, I often, it, but this is true too. I'm often 
too busy and I and I and I have too much work going on. So when in years past, what I would do is I would say yes, even when I was too busy and my projects and um, my work would go on the back burner. Right. When mm -hmm. I and, and so I could do favors for friends or for people that would ask. And now a few years ago, I, I, I decided, OK, this I can't I have to take these things seriously and I can't. I can't, I just have to tell tell people I'm too busy right now. I cannot do this. And, um, and I, I feel bad about it, but it's the truth. And they, and they just, they, they need to learn that sometimes people are too busy. <laughs> can't I think on time. that line of when you start saying no is when you actually have made, made up your mind to make a career out of this, you know, and then you're like, because I remember when, when we met, you were very busy. You were like helping people on with all kinds um, of other things. All yeah. kinds, yeah. Um, school. I mean, I, I feel bad too. That that's hard because with kids, you really want to help with school. But I, you know, I had to cut back on that. Yeah, I used to volunteer at my kids' school as well. Mm -hmm. I used to draw their advent calendar every month, and it would take three hours. Uh, to, yeah. to draw this whole month everything it was it was an illustration and and this is the thing i it felt art related but it had nothing yeah. to do towards my career none of that stuff was in my portfolio none of that stuff was was even geared towards children illustration other than it was a cartoony cartoony style that's it it didn't do anything for me personally now i'm glad i was able to put that time in so it is a balance but once I, I, I actually made the decision to start this career path, I didn't have the time for that. Yeah. Um, another way, and, and this is where the title comes in. Um, another way to say no is to actually be honest and say, I'm not the best person for this job. Yeah. Um, and th this is how, how we came up with the title because I literally said this to a dear family member of mine. <laughs> I don't want to, that now is like the fourth person that had asked me to do a tattoo. And I have uh, never been asked to do a tattoo. I'm jealous. I don't, I don't know. No, it's just, <laughs> no, I, I'm just listen, kidding. <laughs> I would love to be able to do this, but this is not. Just because yeah. you draw something doesn't mean it's exactly how it should go in your body. Oh, but I wouldn't so, do it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. It's because I don't. I don't have any idea what a tattoo should look like. I don't even yeah, have and tattoos. And it's just so permanent. And and it's just like lovely. I think they're beautiful. Yeah. But I don't want you to have one of my illustrations on your body, and then <laughs> later on. I see it or use and, and and I'm like, ooh, that that's very permanent and, and that probably shouldn't have been drawn that way. If you want to take one of my illustrations, take it to a tattoo artist and say, make this work in a body, you know, in that tattoo. Because yeah. I don't know. I don't know how a tattoo is supposed to be done. I don't know it. But I don't feel confident that I know enough. So I, I actually said this to my family member and I said, You would not ask a dentist to give you heart heart surgery they are two different uh, and it, it wasn't this is i'm not comparing us to doctors what i'm comparing it is like two different fields you wouldn't ask someone who does one specific thing to do something to yeah. you that is so you know different um 
So yes, find, you just can't say, look, I'm not the right person for this job. I, I think you should go and find someone who specializes in that, that will do a better job than I can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you'll hear, oh, no, don't worry. You're fine. And you're like, no, no, I don't yeah. feel comfortable doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so. I am not a tattoo artist. Yeah. I am not a cake decorator. I am not. And I think that's hard to say in itself is just saying that out loud to somebody and saying, I am not, <laughs> this is not what I'm good at. And this is not what I have experience in. So now let's be careful. You are a children's book illustrator. Someone comes to you. I wrote um, a book because everybody has written a book, right? So mm-hmm. I wrote a book. Can you illustrate my children's book? That's that. a loaded question. <laughs> That's a big one. I didn't think of that before, but ah. <laughs> so you're going, well, this will take me towards my mountain. Will it though? Like that. That's... That's a question maybe for another episode where we're going to fill, yeah. you know, work more about uh, traditional and self-publishing and all that. But be careful on those as well, because you could be just treading water, treading water and actually not making progress on what you're trying to, to accomplish. Yes. Yes. Um, and yeah, there's so much around that that you I think we can touch a little bit because we're not going too long on this on this episode. Yeah. We can touch a little bit on that. When someone comes up, and it's happened several times, yeah. many times actually, and I'm sure it's happened to everybody out there, that they wrote a story and they know you can draw and hey, we can partner in this and we yeah. can, you can do the illustrations, I can do this because and when someone approaches you that way, they don't really know anything about the children's book industry. Yeah. Well, and I think also, and a lot of people listening might be in the same position I was in the first time I was approached. And I said yes, um, because I did not realize what it entailed. And so Mm -hmm. I said yes. Uh, And the author was a first time author. And so we both worked together. It was a good experience for me as a first time illustrator. But I feel like you have to get that out of your system. Mm hmm. But not everyone needs to start there. Um, I was looking, I didn't know where to start. So for me, that was my starting point. And I think that now with the experience I have and knowing what I know, I wouldn't say yes. So now I know what red flags are, what the red flags are to look for when someone just says, oh, my daughter wrote a book. Can you illustrate it? Oh, I wrote a book. Can you illustrate it? Just that. Uh, that right there is a red flag because uh, an experienced author wouldn't say, oh, I wrote a book. Can you illustrate it? They would give you a lot more information. The first time I was approached to do a children's book, it was was before I even went to college. It was 17, no, but 20 something years ago before self-publishing was a thing, before I knew anything about this stuff. And we were both. She wrote a book and, hey, you draw. Can you illustrate my book? Uh, we didn't even say illustrate. It was like, can you draw my book? Can you draw my pictures of my book? So, and, and it didn't go anywhere. And 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 I spent so much time trying to figure out what the characters were going to look like and the scenes. And I would just jump in already and uh, read the first line of the li- of the the chapter or the or the the, the 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 page, and that's what I illustrated. 
And we already know that that's not what you do, right? The illustrations have to complement the text, not just copy what the text is saying. And so yeah. all of these things that that it will get you some some experience in what it is drawing with text. But it is better if you actually learn about the industry before you start doing something like that, because then you work for nothing. You, yeah. you put all that work on nothing. Yeah. So if you're so if you're still learning and you're figuring it out and you're a beginner, even if someone asks you that and you jump at the chance, if you you maybe you should just wait and maybe you should just improve on your skills and learn a little more and learn about what it entails and and do more practice. Yes. Because if you just jump at the chance, like which is what I did, I just jumped in head first and I figured it out. Um, it it can be very painful and very difficult. Yeah. Oh, well, we are in in this thing. We actually talk about uh, many times that don't just wait until you're ready and do it. But like you said, you 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 jumped in and you did it. I think it also it helps if you if you're gonna do it. You have a, a friend that that wrote a book and you um and you want to illustrate this book. The ha, take some time. Make sure that that book is edited. Make sure uh, make sure that it's the best that it can possibly be. If, and obviously, if you're doing this yourself, publishing this book, um, and then take the time to actually research what you need, what is a page turn, and, and actually try to do it. And but do it with the information that you need to actually do the best that you can. Don't just say I can draw. So there you go. We do it. That's yeah. I think that's the difference when when you took the those books you you did know about what um some I did of the things research. that you needed. Yeah. Yeah, I did a lot of research. Before. Right. You knew the, the 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 size of the trim and you knew where the, it was going to be printed and all of that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because then you don't have to work backwards and But so, I guess the answer though to your original question is I have a children's book, can you illustrate it? It doesn't <laughs> always have to be yes. It can be yes, but it doesn't have to be. You can say no. You can turn down offers. Um, especially if it's, it, it might not take you in, in towards your goal. Yeah. You and it's to hard to work out. with people that, you know, also like that friendships. Oh gosh. Because then you can say, Hey, I don't like the way this, this thing is yeah. going. Or it, it's hard to say, I, I don't understand the way you wrote this. It's, it doesn't make sense. Or it's a boring story. Or it, you can't be completely honest. Uh, in a professional relationship, it's a little bit different. You understand yeah. critiquing and you understand uh, that there will be uh, changes to the artwork and uh, all of this stuff that goes into it. And when it's just a friend that goes, hey, can you really show my book? You, you don't know what, you know, it, it might actually even damage a little bit the friendship. Yeah, it, that's it what I would worry about. I would be yeah. I would be worried that it would damage your friendship or jeopardize your friendship. So I think to conclude this episode, what we're trying to say is, it's just like that phrase that says, jack of all trades, master of none. If you are doing everything, you are not going to level up in the one thing that you are trying to do. So try to avoid the shiny distractions the shiny and, things yeah and all the cool stuff that is out there and focus on one thing get that going and when you are you're at a point where you feel oh i've done pretty good i have my portfolio together or i, I my drawing skills have improved a lot that i feel confident 
to the point that I don't mind having to redraw this many, many times because I know I can improve it every time, then, you know, take some time and then go ahead and see other avenues that you want to. Then that's fine to incorporate more stuff as long as it doesn't take you away from your main goal. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that about covers it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was pretty good. We'll see. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us today. You can find Sunny's work at sunnyduran.com and you can follow her on Instagram at sunnyduranillustration. You can find Olga's work at olgachildrensillustrator.com and you can follow her on Instagram at olgachildrensillustrator. Elochat is also on Instagram. If you have any questions or suggestions for future podcasts, you can write to us at elochitchat at gmail.com. And if you like this podcast, Leave us a review, share it, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.